1: Previously on in the moment.
0: She is ninety-three years old and her health is failing, and she wanted to be arrested for something before it's too late. Be late. As a black man, can you please explain this shit to me? Like, for real, I need you to explain to me why a 93-year-old woman <laughs> would have it on her bucket list <laughs> to be arrested. Like, that is <laughs> that is a level of privilege <laughs> that I just wish. Like y'all are dope. <laughs> <laughs> you be like, oh, the flight is $7? Bet. I'm doing it. Right. Then they be like, hey, your seat Lug- is $364. Yep. Luggage, $150. Your luggage is $150. And then if it's bigger than
1: 12 inches, then, well, you got to go to pay $350. Well, you know I'm paying it. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> what? When I told you about an IUD, what's the first Bro, thing you thought? I thought you said IED, and I was going to say I don't hit them because them shits blow off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know what episode we are. It's been that long. Me neither. You don't know where we at? No. We just rocking? <laughs> <laughs> I right, bet. All right. Either way, we're back, and that's what matters. So I walked in. I walked in, and Blake was like, yo, you got your New York swag on today. Was well, that what you said?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: I'm from New York every day. No, I didn't say New York swag. What'd I said you, say? you have your New York on today, and you followed it by I always got my New York on swag every day. And I asked, "When you gonna come to Brooklyn so I could take you to East New York and leave you on the corner for fifteen minutes?" I'm not. I'm not staying anywhere for fifteen minutes
1: there. Why not? I'm not gonna be there when you get back. I'll be right back, bro. Hold your own no, for fifteen okay, minutes.
0: No, no. Oh, what? <laughs> no. I'll be right back. What if I'm not there when you come back? I'm going to get a soda. Huh? <laughs> If you're not there, here... Can I come with you? No. Why? You got to stay on the corner in East New York for 15 minutes. Can you at least put me in touch with somebody? I got to... Yeah. That I can talk to? There's going to be a lot of people you can talk to on the street. You know them? No. I've been going too <laughs> long. Good luck. Make so, friends. That's what you I, do. No, no, Make no, no, friends. No.
1: When I land on the corner... What are, <laughs> Why are you landing, <laughs> Wait, yo? <laughs> it's a helicopter you, <laughs> escape and a helicopter landing. People, <laughs> you gonna have a helicopter across the street? Yes, waiting for me right. with
0: like the little ladder thing that comes out, and I'm gonna just—you're not gonna on. make it across the street. Ooh. You're not gonna—you're not gonna make it up the ladder. No, no, no. What's gonna happen when I get uh-huh. on the corner? People are gonna—they are gonna wonder what the hell you doing on the corner. And they are gonna know you ain't from there. So what are they gonna like? What's the first? What's the first
1: chain of command? What's the first thing that happens? They say, "Hey, what's up? Where you from?" Yo, what up? I'm like, "What's up, man? How are you?"
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, they're t- they taking everything off you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yo, you can't ask them how they're doing? Not
0: that, not in that tone. What? Okay, let me try again. Yo, what up, fam? Hey, man, how? <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, <laughs> they're going to take you in the helicopter. <laughs> they're going to take the keys. They're going to take they oh, the keys. that's going to be a good day they in Brooklyn. They're taking everything off you. Oh, I'ma, man. I'm going to come back like, yo, what y'all, what y'all do with them, man? Where, come on, man. Like, give him back. We kidnapped him in his own helicopter. <laughs> if I come back
1: and you and the helicopter is gone, I'm like, well, I, I guess like, we figured it I out. I got call an Uber today.
0: Oh, my God. Back
1: to Uber and in New York. Oh, man. The one day I try to give you a helicopter
0: experience. No. I don't want, I don't want you to ever okay, give so me say any say kind I of experience. That. Okay, what's up, man? How are you? I was better. Okay. That was better. And then act like you know somebody across the street and hit him with the call. What's the call? Remember I taught you? Oh. Uh, you're <laughs> Bro. Nah, nah, you're not ready yet. We got, we got to keep working on you. I don't want nothing to happen to you, man. <laughs> <laughs> For those of y'all that may not have heard that episode, he was trying to, he was trying to hit him with one of those, but I don't know. I got lost. <laughs> yo, <laughs> my tongue went a different direction. You really panicked. You panicked because I, I, thought it was like, yo, what's up? But no, don't, no, don't not, do that. That's not the call. No, no, I would, so, no. They're going somebody's gonna pick you up. Literally, they're gonna take you somewhere where I will never see you again. Okay. And ain't you gonna, can't come back and get me? I don't know where you are. You got to try to stay alive for two hours. I'm going to circle the block. 15 F- minutes turned to two hours. Nah, it's going to be. We're gonna we going to leave you out there for about eight minutes. You okay. ain't got 15 in you. No, 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 no. You ain't got 15 in you.
1: A lot can happen in eight you minutes. You don't
0: have two in you, to be honest, but I was trying to give you some confidence, okay? You, don't have, you wouldn't survive two minutes on that corner. <laughs> no, nah, man. Are you picturing what corner you would leave me on? Oh, it's a few of them. I would either take you to East New York or Brownsville.
1: Oh. What's yeah. the second one?
0: That's the worst place in Brooklyn. That one sounds. Yeah, it's bad over there. It's still bad. Like, Brooklyn really? is a lot better than it used to be, especially when I was growing up. But yeah, Brownsville like, is still Brownsville. Isn't there an area of Brooklyn that's, like, really nice? Yeah. That people, it's, like, it's really love like? them. Brooklyn is not all bad. It's yeah, like anywhere yeah. else. You got your, you know, you got some really yep. nice parts and some, some, some hood parts. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to, I'm going to take you to the really nice parts, but you good over there. I take, I'm going to take you to the hood. You got to see the hood. I want to. You wanna see where Jay Z grew up? He's I do to Marcy. I just wanna get out the car. I can look from the window. No, nah, you gotta get out. You gotta get the experience. You nah. gotta sit on the little gate. No, you can roll on the window. Sit on the gate. You know what I mean? Nah, you gotta, you know what I mean? Put your little put your left leg up on the gate. So if I Lean get back out. back with a leather on and a chain out. Realistically, realistically, right? Uh, uh, we're riding through. I'm glad you realize none of this is real. No, 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 no. Alright, we're riding through, yeah.
1: Go ahead. <laughs> you stop in front of where Jay Z grew up. Uh-huh. And I wanna get out and just feel the atmosphere and the energy in the air. <laughs> how long do I have to walk in that little area before someone comes and questions what I'm doing there? Is it daytime? Daytime.
0: Oh, you got, you got a couple minutes. So like, I got some time. It's not like, it's not like the movies. Like but you,
1: people are going to start
0: turning their heads thinking. Well, it depends. See, cause it's like this. All right. So there's certain buildings in the projects in New York where there's going to be nobody outside. Yeah. Like people, some a couple people will be walking by you. Good. So if you go, if I take you like to one at one of those times, you're straight. Yeah, you could probably, yeah, yeah. well, you could walk around, feel the energy. But then there's certain projects in New York where it's gonna be like 18, 20 dudes outside. Outside, just wait. Just chilling. It's like they always got like the little parks and the little benches in the front. Yep. So they're gonna have dudes out there just chilling. Cause that's just what they do in the summer. They yep. just that's like their way of getting out the crib. They're just hanging out. Just chilling. On the, it'll be like 20 of them. So like if I was the like say, yo, get out right now, yeah, they would be on you. Like they're gonna start. Because you're gonna look like you. you look like you got money and they're hungry. Um uh. It it ain't even necessarily because you white. If I I pulled up in a nice car, got out, chained out, they don't know who the hell I am. Yeah, yo, what's up?
1: They coming for you too?
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then how you assert yourself from that situation, you know, from that moment moving forward will determine determine what happens if you survive or not. (laughs) You're going to need the escape helicopter. You're going to need it. (laughs) Helicopter going to start pulling (laughs) off. I can see you now. Yeah. Yo, baby. (laughs) Woo. Oh, we made it. No, we ain't making it. I'm in the helicopter. Yo, be late. Be good. (laughs) Till next time (laughs) Y'all ain't even introduced the podcast man Welcome to In The Moment I have no idea what episode this is It's been a couple weeks man Been a couple weeks I think it's ten Yeah Nine
1: I feel like it's nine I don't know. I don't know. We're here, though. We're here, and that's what matters.
0: Well, the reason we don't know is because last week we didn't have one. Because nope. we, we had a show. Because it was a really big week. Sold out show at City Winery. Man, second one for you, my friend. Uh, it was Yo, it was epic. Like, I had, a, I had an amazing time. Like, I had a lot of fun. I loved it a lot. You did? I
1: feel like it was a really fun time. Yeah. It was so chill, and it was just, it was easy. I just feel like the moments before, during, afterwards, it was just, man, it was great. It was like hanging out with a bunch of people that you know. That's what it, it was, felt. Like. It was just a really big, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was thinking about it too. I was feel like you know what's so cool about what we do is people aren't necessarily like, at least for me, more so you, because you're a comedian outside of radio, mm-hmm. and it's like this. Uh, I guess it's this starstruck, like, oh my god, it's him, mm-hmm. kind of thing. I don't really get that so much. It's more so people just kind of walk up and pick up on conversations you've started on air. They might ask you questions like, oh, oh did yeah. you ever figure out this or what'd you end up doing about this? Which I think is so cool because it's like people listen and they're so invested in your life, so they know that they feel like they know you already. And right. the truth is they do know you already. Right. And so when they see you in person, it's just like, yo, it's like the next, you know, family gathering.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's different in that. Like I had to get used to that. In the yeah. beginning, like now, you're right. Now I get more of the wow, it's Mo. Oh my but, gosh. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in the beginning But I think
1: that's too is like you're also a comedian. So there is a level of like you are a talent. Mm. You know what I'm saying. Like right. you, you operate in a way that you are literally an, an entertainer. Like mic's off, you go on stage, and that's what you do. Right. You know what I'm saying. So it's just as much as if you see a Kevin Hart, I'm a freak out.
0: Right. 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 And I appreciate that. And well, the beautiful thing about performing that's my I love City Winery in Atlanta. I mean, for me, bro, from everywhere I've ever performed in awesome my life, venue. Because everywhere else you do comedy. It's it's like it's comedy. It's what it is. It feels like a job. Like I'm getting up there, I'm telling my jokes, I'm entertaining the crowd, I'm out. But when I perform at City Winery with that crowd, Mm -hmm. it's it feels more like a cookout. Like like I'm just chilling with my people. You know what I mean? Like we all know kind of a lot of the same stories. So you know what I mean? Like it was amazing to really get on stage and just like go off the top of my head for an hour and a half. I didn't plan to do an hour and a half. I thought I was gonna do like forty-five minutes to an hour, and then I'll do the the Q and A. No, it was an hour and a half, my friend. I had so much like once I started talking, and then people yep. start bringing up things. I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta talk about that, and then right. I gotta, and then one thing led to another, and it just was like, yo, know, it just felt like one big party. Yes, you know what I mean. Like, and it was
1: like people were just excited to like people were excited to be in the audience, people were excited for who was on stage, people were excited for what was happening in the crowd. It just it was it was overall a good
0: vibes. It was.
1: I I don't think like. I was at the first show you did at Cedar Winery back in November. I I did the uh, I did the rap there, and I think that was a different experience for a lot of reasons. But I even feel like the energy of the crowd the second go round
0: was just different. It was different. I mean, I just like the air was just so clear. I mean, a, a a lot of that was a lot of time has elapsed since I've been on air. I think people have grown more uh, comfortable and accustomed to me, right? So they, you know, you know a lot more that about is me. True. I've grown as as a as a person, as right. a comedian. Um That is very true. I feel like it's the
1: sense of like, you now know Mo, so when he says a joke or he says this, it's just Mo. That's just what it is. That's who I am. You know what I mean? And whereas the first one was like, let's just sit quiet. What's he gonna say? What does he mean? Does he really not like white people? Right.
0: Oh. That's just Mo being Mo. Mo having fun up there. <laughs> right. And that's the thing about me. I talk about everybody. Right. I, like I talk about black people, white people, I talk about everybody. And I told you from the very beginning, my favorite jokes about you. My favorite jokes
1: about uh, on your sets were the white people jokes. <laughs>
0: yeah, you did. Oh, no, my goodness. goodness.
1: I've never once been offended
0: by them. I love when white people say that because it's like, yo, I'm not. It's like I'm saying this as if we were family. Yes. Not as if like I'm I'm insulting you yes. or I'm bashing you. Like this is the same thing I do to my friends. And, and the truth is, if you didn't like white people, I wouldn't have rapped or hosted your show. That's period. a fact. <laughs> so, That's a fact. And But, you know, this as a comedian who's had to really like come up in the world of comedy. Right. You, you do a lot of shows, 90% of the shows you do when you start off, people don't know who you are. You have to go out there and perform as somebody who yep. no one in the audience has ever heard of. And sometimes when you open up for big names, these big names I and mean, these people pay a lot of money to see that big name. They're not there to see you. Right. So you got to come out and you got to really rock. Right. Like So this was kind of the first time where like, the entire place knew who I was yep. and it's a different feeling. It's a different experience that you have when you come out and everybody is truly there for you. Yes, and you know what I mean. Yep. And you and you get to tell all of these stories. I could t- like I was trying to give everybody true insight to what it's like to be Mo from the Bert Show. It was a great storyline. I don't think if I've, I've had a chance to tell you that yet. I thought the storyline from start to
1: finish was just fantastic. You took us literally on a journey from beginning to end in terms of. But you did it, and you didn't do it in just a way where it was like this is the start of when I got here on the show, and ending is where I am now. It was like, no, this was the start of Mo in right. comedy, and the ending was when I get the job and I start working here. Right? You get what I'm saying? Because yeah. you ended it with the "Hey, I'm not going anywhere unless live like a woman week happens again." Yeah. And I thought, man, what a clever way to end it. You right. know what I mean? It's like this is what got me here, and this is what's going to take me away. Right. So now you know how
0: I how I got here, and How I'll ever leave if I do. There you go. And And the adjustments. I mean, everybody, a lot of the people who have followed me from day one and who support me, they talk about my growth a lot, like how fun and how amazing it's been to watch me grow. Right. And growth is important. And I like, like we have to grow in front of people. We have to learn a lot of important life lessons in front of a lot of people. Whereas a lot of people get to do that behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to come out and show people like, yo, we human too. Right. We grow. I'm a learning. I'm growing. And so I got to show people like, this is how I looked at it in the beginning. And this is where I was. And these are the things that happened and transpired. And this is, and I know I'm sure it's a lot of people who always wondered, like, well, how did he meet Bert? And yes, how did that even happen? And that was one of the first questions we got when we were, we're doing the questions at the end. It was like, it, yo, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, by, by that point, I didn't had so many drinks. I was just rocking and rolling. <laughs> <laughs> I was up there chilling. I was like, yo, I actually thought the Q and A was going to be like, oh man, everybody going to be asking me like a lot of. Um, trite questions, but it was like some good questions. People were asking dope questions. I was excited about that. It was awesome. And I could tell when I introduced it during
1: hosting up front that they were excited about it. They were kind of like, oh, wait, really? Like, that's a thing?
0: Yeah, because they they asked me backstage. They was like, you sure you want to do that? You know, you got to take pictures. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm out. Like, I think people right. don't understand that about me. Like, I'm not the guy who runs from the people. Right. Like, no, I still want to be amongst the people. I yep. want to chill. I want to know who's supporting me. I Like, let's talk about and it. And what I like so much about it was the sense of, I think you're a very, you protect yourself really
1: well, I think, in terms of being on air and being in front of people and holding a platform. And so it was like, in my mind, I saw it as, no, Mo's here. He's going to go all the way in. He's going to give the people in this room access to his life because they've supported his show and paid to come out. Exactly. But on social media, I don't see you out there doing, responding to every comment or liking every photo because you got to protect yourself. Of course. And if you did that, you would literally get so consumed with everything people say about you. Right. And so it's in that one moment you're like, nope, I made it here.
0: These people supported me. They deserve to ask a question. And and the thing about my shows, man, and I told you this before the show, I, I don't take this lightly. Like, right. I, I I'm really from that era. I'm not from this new era of comedians where – you get a lot of followers on Instagram or YouTube and then all of a sudden they throw you on a stage and expect you to be a comedian. Like, and you make it $50, 100, 50 to $100 a ticket yeah. for your show. Yeah, nah, I'm I'm from the old school of comedy where I was in bars, you know, performing in front of 13 people. Right. I was, you know, I was the guy who, or, when I got to the point where I was the headliner, I was the guy bringing in all of the people but I wasn't the guy getting all of the money. Right. I had to go through all of those levels. So now, all the ranks. You, you, when you get here, it's a different kind of appreciation. So yep. when I have people paying 25 Thirty dollars to come out and spend a few hours with me. I don't want them to just be like, "Man, I was cool." I don't want that. I want them to walk away like, "Yo, that was a show. That was a show. Like that was epic." And I think it's difficult too. Like the
1: arena you're in, I couldn't do it in terms of in in comedy because I feel like, what else do you do besides stand on stage and tell jokes? So there's mm -hmm. this creative element of it of like, "Yo, how do I actually make this a show?" Right. You get what I'm saying? And I feel like the first show that I went to, you obviously you had you had uh, you had a host. Uh, you had, uh, you, you had music, you had a musical guest, <laughs> you had a musical, you had a musical guest I did. and you didn't tell them who it was. Right. So there was this level of like, who is it? What's right. it going to be? What are they doing? You didn't tell them the type of talent it was. So I thought it was like, you, you have this mysterious way of really creating a show before people walk in. And I think it's just hats off to you, my friend. And then if you were at the show, you would have seen this second go around was way more of a show considering the Q and a and the uh, The moment the that sur- happened the sur- at the end,
0: the surprise proposal that that no one really knew what was ha- that was happening, other than the guy who asked his queen right. to
1: marry him. And Lord, you didn't even know what was happening, and you were introducing it. Yeah, <laughs> I said, I said, Jesus,
0: give him the words right now. <laughs> Co- come on, man, you ran off stage. You said, Yo, what's his name? I did. <laughs> Yo, that, that's the thing. People don't understand. I be getting all of these texts and all of these emails. Yo, Mo, I'm here. Yo, Mo, I need this. Yo, Mo, I need that. And I'm like, <laughs> let's talk about it. Do, listen, I can't stand this. I got to talk. Let's talk about this, right? Because family, this is the thing about family. And I love my family, right? But I got so many family members, right, that'll be like, yo, why you ain't tell me you had a show? I would have came out to support. Or I get the family members that, that get to the show, even though you ain't reach out, I'm here. Or, yo, uh, when I get to the door, what do I do? How do I buy my tickets? Who do I need to talk to? And I'm like, <laughs> so this is what I want to do. I want to run
1: down every scenario, and you just tell me the correct response in terms of what I, what people should expect moving forward, right? So let's pretend I'm a family member. Yo, Mo, I'm here at the door. What do I do? you supposed to give me the response.
0: I just gave it to you. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. This is the point that I'm getting to. Like, this is what pisses me (laughs) off. These same family members, right? Yo, why didn't you tell me you had a show? Listen, these same family members, right? When you go see Beyonce, does she text you? (laughs) Does she hit you? Like, yo, when you get to the door make a left? Right. No. You spend your money... And you, you, you look, you you search, you sort out when Beyonce is performing, when Rihanna is performing, when Ariana Grande, whomever it is, whoever you are a fan of that you support. Right. Chris Rock ain't never text none of my aunts and told them to come out to his show. So why do I have to? Why does family treat you that way? You see what I'm saying? Right. Like family feels like, oh, I got to come tell you to support me. You follow me on all my social media. My shows are all posted on my Facebook, on my Instagram, like on my Twitter. I got to come knock on your door and walk in the living room and be like, yo, auntie, I got a show tonight if you want to make it. No. You can ride with me if you want to. This is what I'm saying. Like, I I get it. Like, we're, we're family. I understand that. But you can't treat family like they're not a talent. I loved your theory
1: on it, though, in terms of like, hey, you can get the free ticket now. But just know when we get to Madison
0: Square Garden. Right. Like I, I, I used to have to tell my cousin that because when there was a time when I had shows and my show was, my ticket was $10, 15 Right. To come out and see me. He's like, yo, can I, yo, what's up with the hookup? So I said, okay, cool. I'll tell you what. I'll get you the free $15 ticket now. But when I'm performing at the garden in a few years and it's $125 to come see me. Don't text. You're on your own. Right. He said, I paid a 15. I thought that's what you yeah. said. Yeah, You see what I'm saying? Because to me, it's no different than when family members always go to support other family members and they be like, yo, let, let me get the discount. Right. No, But fam, it's like you don't have no your problem
1: going and seeing every new movie that comes out, buying and the soundtrack. And you pay full price.
0: Everything. You pay full price. And you'll be the first to tweet about it. That's what I'm saying. You go into, the, you go into Gucci, you don't be like, yo, let me get the discount. Right. You pay full price. Exactly. You pay $300,000 for yep. a belt. And don't ask nobody for nothing. Yep. But the moment you got a family member that's out here trying to make a little make ends meet by painting pictures or something, right. you're talking about, yo, let me get the family discount. Right. Bro, if I got a family member and they cost forty dollars to support whatever they're doing, yep. I'm giving you fifty. If I really love you, I'm giving you sixty. Right. I'm not gonna ask for a discount. Support you family. I'm gonna go even harder for you. Right. So I don't understand that. But let me ask you this: mindset.
1: Is it do do you feel like it gets to a point where you've supported them until they've reached a certain level, and then as they are making a substantial amount of income, then you can begin to get the friends and family discount? Of
0: course. Yeah, yeah. Like I could understand someone going to Beyonce at this point and being like, "Yo, b." What's up? But obviously, you're going to have to have a certain... Because a lot of people are just entitled. Right. Like, everybody in in your family thinks that they did something to get you to where you are once you become successful. Everybody feels like they played a part in it. Even if they only talk to you every Thanksgiving, they feel like, yo, Yo. I was there for them. But were you really? Right. Like, were you... Like, was was you being in that person's life really going to make or break their success? Right. Because it's not a lot of people who can genuinely say... Yes, right. to that question. So why do you feel so entitled that you should get special treatment when this person is at a level where they're performing at sold out venues? Right. I don't understand it. Exactly. That that that, that yep.
1: you know what I'm so saying? So do you feel like once once you get to the Garden and you sell out the Garden, are you going to give friends and family free discounts that have been with you along the way? All of them? Not all of them. Because as but. many
0: people claim that they're my cousins, I would sell out the garden with fake family. <laughs> I, I, would, I wouldn't sell one ticket. I would, <laughs> I would have 20,000 cousins. That's going to be a long next day when you see that, when you see that tab coming through, bro. Uh, fam, I was on a Burt show. I was on a Burt show for like four days, and I already had people like, yo, I'm Mo's cousin. My name is Antoine. Burt was like, who's that? I was like, I ain't never talked to this man in my life. I have no idea who that is. I have no clue. You know how I many cousins I got? I got on Facebook now. Right? They be sending me memes of two men hugging. Yo, because I'm like, yo, fam, like yo, please, we, you ain't even ah. my friend. How we cousins? We not friends. <laughs> How'd we, you even get in my inbox? Man, that's how it goes though. And right? Then, and then and what happens is because I'm starting to see it now. You start to do well for yourself. Yep. And what they say. Oh, he's changed. He's changed. He's changed. But I was talking about this with a friend yesterday. This is what happens.
1: What if it's this though? What if because I think this is literally it? No, 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 no. You have not changed. Your perspective of me has changed. Exactly. So technically, you have changed. Right. I always knew I was going to be here. Right. Always. I always knew this was in my future. I, I used to tell them that mine. It's mine, me. and no one can take that from me. Right. So your perspective on me has changed.
0: So whose fault is that? Or you know what it is? Is that as well as people expect you not. They expect you to stay the same. Yes. People will try to treat you then as if the you're the same person you were 10 years ago. Yes. I'm not that mo anymore. What's the point of growth then? Right. How do we grow if we stay the same? Like you might have stayed the same right. for the last 10 years. And, and I, ain't I feel bad you for that. you on that. Right. Don't get mad at me. No. You can't talk to me the way you did 10, 10 uh-huh. years ago. I've learned something. Yes. I've picked up on something. Right. Why don't people realize that that's just part of life? That's the way things are supposed to go. I respect
1: myself now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yes. So... I'm, I'm at that point, man. I'm at that, that point in my life where it's like, yeah, Mo could have told me about his show. And I'm like, yo, you follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Right. I told everybody. Literally. Like, everybody that follows. And you know what I mean? And I'm right. Like, You're not blocked. Why do I have to do more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have reached out to me and said, yo, Mo, I want to come to the show. Right. Now, that's different. But see, then I got the family that, that'll do that, but they'll wait like 10 minutes before the show. And it's yo, I need up. tickets. Wait, 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 Fam, wait, wait, <laughs> Do people think these jokes write themselves? Like, do they think just going on stage for two hours is just like a walk in the park? I don't have to focus at all. I don't have to get into a mindset. Right. I could just be out here answering the phone willy-nilly. Like, I don't think people understand what it's like to go out here and, and perform
1: no. at this level. Right. Like, I, like, yo. And it goes back to the point. Are you texting Beyonce 10 minutes before she
0: goes on stage? No. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So... And then people, you know, people say, well, you ain't Beyonce. Well, watch. That's what I'm telling. <laughs> Beyonce wasn't well, always Beyonce. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. I always think about that, too. I'm like, I never turn somebody's dream down. Because I used to tell people, yo, one day, I promise you, I don't know when, I don't know where, but I'm going to be the funniest comedian on the planet. Right. Like, one day, people are going to look at me and go, yo, Mo might be the funniest dude on well, the planet. Well, I just think it comes down to the fact that if you don't speak it into existence, who will? Exactly. Exactly. But they used to the same people that used to laugh like yo, this dude was crazy. Right. If be hit me up like yo, let me get a ticket, fam. I didn't know you was that funny. How Bro. does that? How does that feel though? It. You know what's funny about that? You. I used to think it when I like when it happened, it right. was going to be like rewarding, like yeah. oh, it feels good. Right. But it, do, it don't feel like anything to me. You just I, like because eh. I always really believed it. Right. You know what I'm so saying? So it's not anything. It's not you like knew I gotta to prove it to you. Right. Like I already knew. Yep. If you, eventually you'll figure it out And yep. if you don't That's cool too But for me I know where I'm going yeah. I know what I'm here to do Yep. You know what I'm saying Like I know it. Ain't, it's not an arrogant thing it's, No it's, 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 a, it's a I was put on this earth To do this Yes I may not be amazing At anything else Right But this but, I, I can do And I feel like When you touch your calling Or you get a glimpse Of your purpose It's oh, just contagious it, Oh it's different And you just know Bro it ain't different <laughs> <laughs> the day you find your purpose in this life, life hit different, bro. It's the lottery. I'm, I'm really telling convinced you. it is the lottery. Somebody told me the two most important days of your life are the day that you're born and the day you find your purpose. Boom. Oh. And I think that's the truth. Because yep. I still remember the day, the moment, the second. I remember, I remember exactly when I found my purpose. Right. And it was on a stage. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God, do I remember. Where was it at? I was, uh, so this was around the time I was terrified of doing comedy, but I kept hearing, I kept hearing people say, yo, Mo, you should try comedy. You should be right. Like people I didn't even know. I would run into strangers and they would be like, yo, are you a comedian? Mm-hmm. And I would be like, nah, why the hell does everybody keep asking me that? And then I started to think to myself, if everywhere I go, people are saying I'm a comedian, maybe there's something to it. Right. And then I went to uh Charlemagne the God's boat party one day. I'll never forget. It was on a yacht. It was for his birthday and he sat me at a section and i happened to be sitting with other comedians like andrew schultz was there and a couple other comedians and same thing they thought i was a comedian and then i met uh about a week later i met tony rock chris rock's little brother mm-hmm. he asked me the same thing he was like yo you do comedy cuz you got a natural delivery and a natural timing and i'm like I don't, i'm like yo now i work in a mailroom so my delivery game is up but I don't know about no timing, you know. What I'm <laughs> I be delivering my ass off. But, <laughs> but I have
1: to to tell the truth. You know what
0: I'm saying? Like, nah, so I'm like, I don't know what delivery is. I don't know what timing is. I don't know what any of this stuff is. I'm right. just like, I'm just myself. And then one day I went to uh, this cat named Spruce and he was like telling me about comedy, and he was like, yo, man, you should really try to get on stage one day. And I I denied it for like a good month. I was like, nah, I'm I'm, I'm terrified of talking in front of people. I used to be terrified of talking in front of people, bro. And uh, one day, one Wednesday, Wednesday night, I just said uh, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna try it. I got on stage. How I, long was the set? Seven minutes. It Woo! was. A, it was a seven minute set because because you couldn't do anything more than seven. But they didn't. If you was doing five, they wasn't letting you perform because it was too many people that wanted to perform. So they was like, you gotta be able to withhold seven minutes. And a lot of people was like, I ain't doing no seven minutes. I mm-hmm. came here to do three. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking like that is very true because I went to when
1: I went to the uh, f- uh, where was it at the. Uh, the laugh Factory in LA, mm-hmm. the dude that opened the show, mm-hmm. three minutes. Three minutes, yo. You know how long three minutes used to three feel? Three minutes.
0: I used to do that. Seven minutes. That first set I did that was seven minutes. That felt like an eternity. Yo, I was like seven minutes. We haven't talked about hosting yet, but that oh, we, 15 oh, that's fifteen minutes. That's next. So let me tell you. Oh, so I do my the seven. Gosh. The funny thing is, I went up there. I told one. I think maybe one or two jokes. I had like five. They were terrible. They they <laughs> they were horrible. They weren't. I mean, they were. I was funny. I think my natural ability to be funny carried yep. me, but the jokes and the delivery and placement, it was it was terrible. So what did you think when but, you walked off the stage? When, that's thats where I'm going. So when I, I did the performance, I looked up at the clock and I had like six minutes. I had like one minute left. I had done six minutes. And then in that one minute, I literally just started talking about how nervous I was to go on stage. Like I just started going, like just being myself and going off the top of my head. Right. And, and that's when I saw people really dying. And that's yeah. when it hit me like, oh, I just need to come up here and be myself? Right. Y'all going to laugh at that? Yep. Oh, I got more than yep. You know what I mean? And then as soon as That's the seven so was up, I was like, I knew it. Like, in that moment, I knew. I was like, this is what I was put and on the stage to do. do. Yep.
1: And, that and was from it. that point forward, it was the beginning of something that new. That was the beginning of something new. I
0: couldn't wait to get on stage after that. Like, every, every, I was supposed to do a, a a show every month, but I ended up doing one every week. And for the first six months, I did new material every single week. And every the dude in the club owner was like, I've never seen anybody ever do that like I literally were going there with new brand new material so it was dope because I started to build a real fan base because people knew if I go see this dude every other Saturday right even for free it's gonna he's be gonna give me content. new material right and I did that for like six months until wow. finally I got to the point where I started doing like 30 minutes and then I started like performing less so, so how how uh, how long was the set when you did it every week Um, it started at it started at 10 and okay. then it went up to 15 yep then I started doing 20. And then when I was headlining, uh, I was doing 20 to 25 minutes. Yep. And I did 20 to 25 minutes maybe five times. And then that was when um, my father reached out and was like, yo, it's time for you to do a special. Like, I think you could do a special. And I literally told him, you out your mind. I, so what's no a way special in comedy? Let's consider like about an hour. An hour. About an hour or more. Who said it, this to you? My father. Okay. Who wasn't even really in my life at the time, but had got a hold of me doing comedy and knew he was like, no, you, he was big in kind. He loves comedy. So right. he was like... Nah, fam. Like, this is a gift. Like, you you playing with a gift. And I'm like, I ain't playing with nothing. (laughs) I just just, just gave you 25 minutes. You want me to do an hour? I'm holding it very fragile. Fam, you know how long an hour feels? The first time, like, I was like an hour, bro, to be on stage. I don't do nothing for, I don't even sleep for an hour. (laughs) I don't do nothing for an hour, Blake. What I'm going to do for an hour? What you mean be on stage in front of people for an hour? You crazy? Right. And he he was like, nah, man. He's like, I'm going to set it up. He basically forced me to do it. And the first time I did it, it felt like it felt like 20 minutes. Really? It felt like 20 minutes. Where was the
1: first hour set at?
0: Uh, it was in Virginia. It was in Virginia Beach at uh, the theater. It so was... you, d- you ended up doing your first hour
1: set there, and then years later, come back, selling out a show at the Funny Bone. Yep. Yep, about a
0: year later, actually. About, wow. about, about a full year later, I ended up doing uh, So it was only a year hour. later. Yeah, from that, from that point to when I did that special in Virginia Beach, it was about a year. Yep. I did that. I did, I did the special in Virginia Beach. And I did one more show, um, and then I did the show after the Burke show. After I got hired, yep, I did one more show at City Winery. Yep, and then I went, and I, I went out to uh Virginia and so knocked you, out Funny Bone. You must have
1: worked in the mailroom for a long time before you realized comedy was what you wanted to do. I think
0: I was there for three
1: and a half years. Okay, so you were doing that, and then in that final year, I'm assuming working it, there was when you were picking up
0: comedy. Exactly. Right? Okay. I'm it was, yep. It was it was a year, and then as soon as I got to the point where God felt like he's ready. I got fired. Like as soon as I got to where I was comfortable really getting on stage, doing my comedy, I got fired. So this was during or after the week, weekly 15 minute sets. This was during, during like right at, this was around the time, excuse me. This was around the time I started actually headlining at a uh, place called Grill on the Hill. Okay. And I would go and I would do like I would do like twenty five minutes. And yeah. I had Grill on the Hill rocking. I mean, I had a, like I had about seventy five people in this little ass bar. So it looked like it was packed. It looked crazy. Where's in Grill there? on the Hill at? It's in Harlem. Okay. And before I got there, if I go there, will I be alright? <laughs>
1: <laughs> if he makes that noise, it's a no go. Ish. I'm done.
0: <laughs> Don't hit me with what I hit you with. Oh, yeah, I do remember talking about that. I remember that. I do remember that. That's the funny <laughs> thing. When people like, yo, remember you? Amy was like, yo, remember you talked about this, this? I was like, Amy, I really did do that off the top of my head. I know y'all think I'm lying, but I'm not. I don't remember anything right. I talked about. I don't remember anything. I was no, and it it's very true before.
1: because you did. You you literally took a joke from backstage and brought it on stage. I did? Yes. Which one? The fighting joke. Oh, me. yeah,
0: I was like, I'm about to talk about that. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: You're right. And you just slid that thing in. Perfect. So tell me. Whoa, pause. Wait.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Wait a minute, Blake. You got to relax, man. No. You got to (laughs) relax. Wait. You slid the joke in. I got it. Perfect. Perfect. I just filled it right in. Yeah, man, because I just wanted to tell a story. I really did. I wanted to kick it with my people and tell a story.
1: (laughs) The worst part about that comment is you said pause, and I said, did I say a cuss
0: word? What did I do wrong? (laughs) You did. (laughs) I didn't even catch it. Now, the moment when it hits you, though, those are the best moments. You'd be like, I didn't even. Oh, man. You look so defeated. Like, you just want to go home.
1: Because I do. <laughs> and I started thinking about every possible option, including
0: jumping out the window. No, you can't do that, man. Not yet. Not yet. We got a couple more podcasts to do. So tell me, I, I mean, walk me up to the hosting. I, oh, that's, I'm curious man. in what was going through your mind. Was you nervous? Were you was ready? So, How'd you feel?
1: I was so nervous. And I think the thing is, the reason why I was so nervous was because I had been to your show uh, at City Winery before. Mm-hmm. That was the first comedy show I have ever seen in my life, so you're the first comedian I watched on stage. I'm honored. Uh, second thing, I went to the, um, what's the place in LA, the Laugh Factory in LA, um, and that was my second comedy show. It was amazing. Uh, it was called Chocolate Sundays, and I think I was the only white person in the room. Yep. I'm uh, used to it, though. And then there was one white comedian, and he was fantastic.
0: Okay. And...
1: The host of that show, man. I mean, you. The so I've, I'm assuming you've heard of the Laugh Factory I in have. L.A. Is it like it's it pretty an iconic venue, right? Yeah, no doubt. Okay, so they have that thing running like a well-oiled machine. Like you have the host. There's like a there's a host of the host. If that makes sense, like what? a guy. Well, maybe it's the opener, I guess. So you have a guy that comes on stage that does a set, three-minute set, and then brings out the host. The host is
0: on stage. He goes through. The rules,
1: everything that you can kind
0: of expect from the night. Oh, he he probably was, uh, the first guy was probably like a new mic.
1: Yes, that's what it was. So they compete for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. uh Yep. So then, obviously, you got the host, and the host is kind of coming up in and out of each act. But as he is coming up in and out of each act, he has a set of his own. But he's called the host of the show. But he has literally a set. Right. Some are long sets. Some are shorter sets. But he's literally telling stories, and he's really, really good. Mm-hmm. And so I think as I watched that happen, and I was talking with some friends, and maybe you can add to this, apparently, and as you've told me too, is the host is someone who wants to be a comedian one day. Right. They're working their way up to get— Or sometimes they're a comedian at that point. Yes. Mm-hmm. and And I think this guy was because he was hilarious, bro. He mm-hmm. was so funny. And so I think going into it was I just needed to make sure I established from the very beginning I'm not a comedian and I don't want to be a comedian. Because you have those people that'll say, oh, no, I'm not a comedian. But deep down on the inside, they like want to be a comedian. They just, they're not confident enough to say it out loud because of the criticism that comes with that. Mm-hmm. But I don't. You know that. Like there's nothing in me that thinks I could or ever will or want to stand on a stage and be a comedian. Right. It terrifies me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I think like maybe one day down the line, I'd love to do it as like a bucket list item and be like, okay, you did it. 15 Te- minutes. Technically, you did. You know what I mean? Um, But so did that and very nervous, but, I mean, I think the energy of a crowd always excites me, because, I mean, obviously, if I want to host events for the rest of my life, there's something that I like being being on stage and being in front of people, so that initial moment you walk out, lots of fun, I mean, the cheers, the excitement, the energy in the room, like we've spoken about already, was amazing, Um, but I think what I noticed was I was way more comfortable at the beginning of the set, and then I jumped into where I tried to tell jokes a little bit, I got caught up in that, Mm -hmm. and I lost a little of the comfortability, and then when I wrapped up the set, I felt comfortable again. So what I think I noticed was I was way more myself at the beginning, and I was way more myself at the end. But along the way in the middle, I got caught up in the, you got 15 minutes.
0: Well, I I think... What did you observe? Okay, so first of all, I I couldn't watch a lot of it, obviously, because I was getting into my mean, mean, Because you literally come up just right next. Right, but in in most... When you go to comedy shows, like the one you described, that's a whole different environment. That's a whole different feel. You got several comedians. Everybody's going to come up. They're going to have 10, 15 minutes, whatever the case. You're going to have a host in between to keep everybody engaged while you bring out different comedians. Yep. Now, I was never a fan of those shows. Of course, I had to go through them coming up into the rankings, but what, you, what we were doing is different. It's more like a special. Like yes. That's when some, you're coming to see one particular person, just right. like you would watch them on Netflix, and you're coming to see them for a long period of time, whether it be an hour, hour and a half, two hours, whatever the case. Right. So um, I knew that the people that were coming... Most of them were going to be the Bert Show audience. So they all know who you are. They know we have a podcast. They know our relationship. They know our interactions. So I knew you were fine. I would have never like took you to like the, the funny bone in Virginia Beach. because right. People would have expected you to come out there and be a full blown comedian, comedian. Right. So I think you did great personally. I think you did great. You did exactly you, what you were supposed to do. Now, what you're going to learn is is some, the one thing that you can't necessarily work on that just comes with time is stage presence. Right, And what happens to a lot of people who are like this, I went through it, everybody who's ever gotten on a stage should do anything, whether it's comedy, sing, whatever the case, you're going to have moments. I always call them moments of doubt where you say something and you thought you were going to get a certain reaction and you And you don't. You don't get it. So what you tend to do when you don't have a lot of stage presence yet, or a lot of like time on stage, is you rush to the next thing. You get to, you get try to get as quick as you can. Like you tell a joke, nobody laughs. You're like, okay, 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 gotta go, gotta yeah, go, gotta yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was literally what it was like in my head. That's what you were doing in the middle. Yes. See, In the beginning, you came out, you was confident, you was hype, you had the energy. You was like, this is dope. But then when you got to the point where I could tell you was trying to tell things that were in your head, like what right. you had already prepared, and it was and, not and coming was out dead, the way I hoped. You wasn't delivering it like you thought you would and then you didn't get the reaction you thought you would so you went into panic mode and you immediately started to go alright next thing okay Boom. that didn't work next thing and then, right. now you're flying through it yep. and you're not really giving people to like a chance to like get to engaged what with you're what saying. you're saying yep. so that you're just flying you so see i so what do I'm you saying? feel like you noticed that because you spent so many years on stages or was it noticed to, noticeable to everybody in the audience oh, no, that's me That's me. Most people who come out to just see it, they're not paying attention. That's like anything else in life. You're going to notice a lot more from things that you do. Right. Like you ever watch a movie with a person who makes movies? Yes. Oh my God! Worst uh, thing in the world. They don't bro. stop talking. They don't. Oh, right. look at that scene was trash. Or you go oh, how a, you even cut to that? Or you go to a restaurant with somebody who claims to be a cook. You eat, same thing. Oh, you know what I mean? A, a server getting served by somebody. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, they took they took two minutes to bring refill my water. That's trash. Yep. I'm taking the tip off. But to you, you like, like I didn't even notice. Fam, I didn't even notice the water wasn't there. <laughs> so it's it's kind of like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you that's not something that like most people would have noticed. I just know because it's what I do. Yeah. And I remember being that way. But was, you're exactly right. Because if you were in my head, that was exactly what it was like. I could tell. It was like, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then finally, when I got to a point where I felt like I got him back, I was good to sit back in you it. You went
0: right back into just relax mode and Whoa, being yourself. Here we go. And then it became y'all ready to see Mo. Yep. And then everybody was hype. And then you then you really became yourself. Then you like, yo, all right, I need y'all to chant and all that. Boom. Cause I'm in the back. I'm way in the back at this point, right? I was going to get my last little drink. Did you hear it? I say I started hearing them demos, the yeah. and, and like the building was shaking. That's what I was. <laughs> like, what, yo, fam? It was two times. That's my word. It was two times during the show. Where I I legit feel like the building shook, and it was that in the beginning. Because I started hearing, I couldn't tell it that they were saying mo at first. I yeah. just heard that. Oh, 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 you can hear it in the back. I'm like, what the hell is going? What the hell is Blake doing? So I'm coming to the front. Like, is he stripping in the front? Like Blake is still in the show again. It's a, it's happening again. I'm gonna kill him. Katie, yo, Katie, go get get him. him. And I heard they were saying mo. And I was like, oh, Blake got him rocking. Let me go back and sit down. He got him rocking. Because I felt like the energy was crazy. And that's when I walked out. And you got to understand, bro, I've been like city winery, the way the venue is, when it's sold out and all them people are there, you could feel it. Like you could feel, you know what I mean? So it's a difference. It's a different laughter when you got a sold out show and you deliver a joke. Like Mm -hmm. I call them room rockers. Where you say something and literally the entire room is dying? Yep. Fam, that burnt stool moment? Oh, my. God. Yo, I don't think I've ever felt a room rock like
1: that in my life. Bro, because the delivery of it was flawless. So there was a <laughs> moment where we thought, wait, is he? He's not. <laughs> he might be. If he is, oh, he is. <laughs> He's referring to the stool. As Bert, <laughs> and then the moment you hit that you hit that knee, you you crouched down, yeah. you start looking, yeah. And I was I was like, I'm done, bro. The room went, but now, I, like you, I felt this shape. Yeah. Did you feel like it was like like slowly rising? Yeah. to the shape. Yeah, because that's on purpose. Because it was. That's what you do. That's how oh. you deliver. And then, that and
0: then, was literally what went on my head. I was like, he's not. He is. If he is, oh no. He is. They went, oh my God, that was, that was as a comedian, that's going to be one of my favorite moments of all time. Really? Because it really, like, it, I can't explain it. Like, a lot of jokes, you feel everybody laughing. You yeah, feel yeah, laugh yeah. the laughter. Like, I, I, like, a lot of people always tell me, and I love this compliment, they like, to be honest, I've never been to a show where, like, the entire room is laughing. Like, yeah. it's always moments when it's pockets, but they're like, no, your entire show, no, no, like, no, no, no. the whole room is laughing. That was what I thought when I saw your first show. You never
1: what? seen that? Like, a lot of people, they've never seen that. Your cheeks kind of hurt. I appreciate. I'm not that. even trying to tell you this to gash you. No, up. I appreciate. No, it. No, it's like, dang, like I'm kind of tired of laughing right yeah.
0: now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I saying? love that, bro. People yeah, are like, yeah, yo, yeah. my stomach hurt. Like you really legit made me piss on myself. Like, <laughs> like people have told oh. me that. Like that, that, it was a woman, so I didn't have to pause it. It was cool. But <laughs> okay, <if I'm>, okay. <laughs> but like I, I, I don't take that lightly, fam. Right. Like that's what I go for. I don't want people to come to my shows and chuckle. Right. You do that at home. Right. Like I go to comedy shows, I chuckle. Right. Netflix out here giving 70 million dollars to dudes who make me chuckle. Right. <laughs> I don't know.
1: No, you no, could have. 70 of million dollars hits different when you follow it with chuckle. Fam. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. I'm not chuckle? No. 70 million? You see Mike Epps though? I thought his was good. I chuckled. I'm done. I d I chuckled. I, I, I don't think he... Yeah. I, and I spoke so highly of it. I'm the one that convinced you to watch it. It's a
0: different kind of comedy, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Mike Epps, I'm not, and I'm not knocking him. Mike Epps is a different kind of comedy. He's he's more like just say outlandish and stupid shit comedy. Yes. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, your, grandmother, your grandmother vagina smelled like cornflakes. Right? And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> and it's like, Whoa. it's just kind of stupid. Yes. I ain't knocking it. It yes. just yes. ain't my kind of comedy. Yep. I, I, yep. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But for $70 million? Nah, fam. Nah. I want my stomach to hurt. Right. Like, I, I want people to leave like I ain't never laughed that hard in my life. Yeah, I love yeah. when people tell me that. That's what I go for. So when you get those moments, yeah, man. Because that thing about being a comedian is people always think, like, I guess because they see the confidence I have on stage and they like, oh, you know, how do you know? I'm like, you never know. You never, you write it thinking it's funny. Right. But you don't know because it baffles people that I don't rehearse my material. No, I just go out there and do it. Yep. But when you think about it, people, that amazes people, but it's the same thing I do on radio. hmm I don't know what I'm going to say. Nope. It just can't. comes out. Just talk. You just be yourself. Yep. You just do your thing. Yep. And that's what I did. And it is it was epic, man. It was epic. And two people getting married?
1: Man, what?
0: I'm out here creating love, Blake. Bro. Better talk to him. So I'm trying to figure out when you're gonna find it. Huh? <laughs> huh? What? I right, get back to me. Why are you on me? First of all, I ain't look. Who said I was looking? Here's the thing about me, Blake. I just love it when the
1: when the, it's when the sirens go off. Here's the like, thing whoa, about me. Whoa, whoa. I'm
0: never gonna fall in love. Okay. I'ma stand in it. I stand in love, but I ain't falling. I done fell. I'm up. Now, how long it took me to get up? You want me to fall again? Yes. No, no. It's the risk. Bro, I scraped both my knees. Ankles was hurting. I'm not falling again. You, what do you mean risk? No, I'm standing <laughs> up. I stand up. You stand up, love. So, what's so up? if things get kind of crazy, you can just kind of step back. Exactly. step out. Yeah, you, you ever seen, like, you don't really watch sports, but James Harden got this step back thing he do. Oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about? He do the little step yeah, back. But Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, yeah that's me that's oh. out of love quick Woop, oops one move oh there we go Woop. thought i was in love no i'm not Ooh. that's it whoa come on man I saw, I saw i saw something on twitter the other day it was like yo i'll never be in love something like i'll never be in love because i break up with people over the dumbest things in the world that's me that's me yeah don't you mean yeah i got to like, tell you when i'm reflecting upon the negative thing negative things in my life i don't need you to jump in with affirmation how many times i gotta tell you that you be you be quick with it too i would be like, yo, bro, I ain't, I, really, I ain't really my best self today. Yep, you not. I can you tell. sure ain't. Nah, I know. Every time you go to bed. Come on. You drink coffee. Speak yo, speaking of, you, my energy not different? It's day four.
1: Day four.
0: 30 day challenge. No alcohol. Oh, snap. Let me tell you something, man. Right? Let How did you me. even get to it? All right, and so why? Well, here's the thing. Um, I went on vacation. Yep. And I did what most people do on vacation. I drank a lot. Okay. Practically every day, right? Yep. And I came back from vacation, and I was like, "That's it, no more."
1: And in this industry, <laughs> you said it
0: just like that, I said it just like that to and, myself. In hey. The I said it to myself, "Hey, you, hey, that's it, right there, that's it, you, this, yeah, you, yeah." I was trying to deny me, Wh- me, yeah, huh? you. <laughs> Start to have a full on conversation. How drunk you gotta be, bro? I was drunk at the time. That's it. How drunk or yo something else? No, that's the problem. <laughs> I get mad drunk. I, I'm not even, I'm going to just go, I'm going to go ahead and go right past that. <laughs> <you>. No, listen. <laughs> listen, man. Because there's a lot of people out there on that 30-day challenge. Yo, your eyes got so big. Because <laughs> something's wrong with you. Like something's <laughs> legit wrong. We got to fix it. But that's fine. we take you to East New York in 15 <laughs> gonna, minutes with okay, no helicopter. Hey, We're going to
1: fix you on 30 days. Boom. I bet. I'm going to win. I was gonna you say, don't believe in me. I was going to say, I'll go to East New York if you complete the 30-day challenge, but that's bet. too much of a risk over reward. Bet. No, I didn't say bet.
0: I've never done it in my life. Ever since I've started drinking, I've never gone 30 days without drinking. Really? No. Well, here we go. I'm really going to do it this time. And I'm not going to East New York. And, and <laughs> yes, you are. You are. In a car. Amy is booking shows for me in New York right now. You coming. We out. What do you mean? Grill on the hill? No. What? I'm past that hill, bro. Bro, you got to go back. Remember your roots. <laughs> I'll go back and have a beer. <laughs> Shake the owner's hand and I'm out. What are you talking about, grill on the hill? Hey, We're going to true. City Winery in New York. Come on. Or Carolines. Let's go. You know what I mean? The we, garden, baby. Two, two years I'm at the garden. The garden.
1: People laughing.
0: They laughed at me then. They're going to laugh at me now. Two years I'm in the garden. The garden. Family. 2022. Bet. Let's go. Bet. So look, anyway, back to what I was talking about. My health. So, <laughs> all I'm saying, listen, in, in this business, in this industry, you literally have an excuse to drink every day. Mm-hmm. Every single day. Whether they bring in alcohol to yeah. the job or you go on to lunch, you got a lunch meeting. Uh, and 90% meeting. of the time, you don't have to pay for it. Exactly. Which makes it taste even better. Exactly. And everybody around you is drunk. Yep. So, even when you try to be the guy that's like, now nah, I'm chilling, I have one, mm-hmm. I have two. Right. And I looked up and I'm drinking every day. I've never done this in my life. I'm like, really? Who are you? Bro, every day. And I'm not like drunk every day. Right. But I'm finding myself at a lunch meeting, at a business meeting, wherever I'm at, meeting a friend, at an event, at a social thing, and I have a drink. Yep. And I'm like, nah. And then sometime I'm just home and I just had a long day and I've been through something and I'm like, all right. Right. Nightcap. <laughs> Fuck is a nightcap, Blake? Why do I need that? I don't even know. I don't. Come on, man. I mean, melatonin works great for me. I don't even wear caps anymore. <laughs> Like melatonin wasn't doing it for me. I need I need <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So it was a problem. You needed a hat. I needed <laughs> So I was like, nah, you know what? For three reasons I gotta stop this. Number okay. one, it's a mental it's a mental challenge. Yep. Right? You I I like this shouldn't be a problem. When you yeah. really think about it in the grand scheme of things, not drinking for 30 days really shouldn't even be a challenge, right? If if it is, then maybe that that's saying something. Mm-hmm. So that's how I felt. For right. me, I was like I, I got to I got to I got to stop and I want to get back to the point where you don't always feel the need to drink even if you're in an environment where everyone else is drinking, drinking. right? Correct. Number 2, body goals. Yep. Body goals. I just got it's the summer. I got to get back to where I used to be. Yep. And then number 3, I want my tolerance to decrease. Because mm. sometimes it gets to the point where you three, four drinks and everybody else is smacked. And I'm sitting there like, like yeah, man. y'all got more in the back? Boom, boom. You know what I mean? <laughs> so 30 days, man. 30 days. 30 days. And you know what happens? What's up? Every day, here comes Satan. He out. hurt me. Because Monday I go out with Amy. Have a drink. I just have one. I won't tell really? anybody. About it. Yeah, I went out with my homegirl on Tuesday. Now, I'm <laughs> giving you, a hard, a, drink, I'm giving a, you drink. a hard
1: time now. But if I go out with you, I'm not going to ask you to drink. Thank you. I'm not going to do that.
0: I appreciate that. Why would I do that? Well, you you're not a drinker. Yeah, no. So I'm I'm safe with you. Yeah. I got friends that I'm not safe with though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because they get mad at you. Like they but get. Why? I don't know. It's a thing with people. Like for real, my home girl got mad at me yesterday because she was like, "So you mean to tell me you can't come to the bar with me and have one drink?" I'm like, "Yo, I'll no. come to the bar. I'll sit with you. We'll talk. It'll be the same exact thing. I'm just gonna be drinking water." Yeah. Now nah, that's whack. Get a soda. Why wow, that's whack? I'm saving myself. Yeah. What's up? Let me live. I don't think that. It should be that way. Misery loves company, man. People don't want to drink feel guilty that you're not, and they sitting
1: there getting it in. But you're not saying I'm better than you because I'm not drinking. You're that's just it. saying, I just want to do it for 30 days.
0: I know, but people just like company. Well, you know what I'm saying? If I'm right. doing it, do it with me.
1: And speak of, speaking of that, I can add to that conversation if what you, you want to go there. What you got? Listen, my block club
0: is is strong these days. What's up
1: with you? <laughs> you having a block party? A block party, yes. On Twitter? Yes, with people I can't see or cannot read. Why are you blocking? bro. What happened? You you taught me this. Don't try to act like you didn't teach me this.
0: I know, but that was when I was inexperienced and I wasn't prepared for all of the backlash
1: that I was getting no. from some of these idiots. It feels so good.
0: It does. One
1: button, they're gone from your life. Forever. I don't even see them. I if don't rep- if their Twitter name is mentioned in a tweet that I'm mentioned in, I can't see it. It's a
0: fantastic, unique, beautiful, epic, freeing feature. Well, here's the thing. I had to stop blocking people because what people tend to do is they say like, they say insulting things mm-hmm. and then you block like them. them. Yep. And then they be like, why didn't Mo block me? Why didn't you block me? Because now in. at this point you don't have
1: access to my life. So I don't get a chance to answer the question, which is even better. So now you got to write the story in your head. You got to write the narrative and you got to answer the question. Mm.
0: I love it. This is your thing now. I love it. You found it. Oh my gosh. What? You, you look like a so, new person. Bro, like the way, like what not drinking is doing for me, blocking yes. people is doing for bro. you. Bro,
1: it's amazing. Like, because now I get to the point now where I have a mental checklist in my head of like, okay, someone hits, because I follow your rule of thumb too. If they don't follow you, they don't like you. They Not that they don't like you. They're just not, they're not invested in your life. Right. As, as someone who would. Like, if I follow you on Twitter, I care about what you're up to. I want to make sure I'm following you along. I want to make sure I'm supporting what you have going on. I'm interested in what you have to say to the world, Right. So if you don't follow me, it's just, you just, it's like, you know, I think of it as people I have to block. I think of them as like little gnats in the summertime. And you could relate because these bugs in Georgia are very different. They're grown.
0: Very different. They have jobs and shit. Bro,
1: <laughs> they lift weights. Yeah, seriously. Literally.
0: Seriously. They I, eat well. I punched a bug the other day. Did I tell you? <laughs> At the sh- video set? <laughs> fam, this bug flew up on my shoulder like, what's up? So I swung. Because you know me, I'm quick with it. Right. I snuffed him. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. shitted on me. Like say, you laughing, bro? This bug oh. shitted on my shoulder, bro. I had on a black polo. It was shit running down my entire left shoulder. Are you kidding me? I'm dead serious, bro. He was mad, and then all of them was looking at me like, and I'm looking at you them like, You literally knocked the shit out of him. Fam, I was, I was, I was hot. Okay, <laughs> bro, <and> that's, the <laughs> that's the thing. It was 90 degrees outside. I, I was, I wasn't in the best of moods, bro. It's like those gnats. They just keep landing on you, right? Right. They
1: don't want it. They're not invested in your life. They don't like you. They're, they're, they're just around because they just want attention. Bro, how do you know
0: that the gnats that land on you don't like you?
1: How do you know that? You don't know that. Well, they, they like you, but they just want to play. So play. I don't feel like playing, bro. What's up? Booked and busy. You, we ain't leaving no money on the table in You can't play with Nats? No.
0: Fine. Thank you. But I, look, okay, I don't block people who follow me. No, right? no, 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 no. Because I, I consider that constructive criticism.
1: Hey, it's not always. Not always. You're right. You're
0: right. But uh, if you follow me and you, you, you got good things to say sometimes, because I had to learn that too. Yep. Sometimes somebody will say 10 good things. I ain't see it. Yep. I see the one bad thing and I block them. Yep. And then I have a screenshot like, but but I just said you was the best, you was the funniest dude in the world. I be like, my bad. Oopsies. <laughs> and <I'll be> the <laughs> first to
1: admit, oopsies. I got caught up in the moment. I right. unblock you. Boom. But no 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 no. There's just one. There's just one little girl. If they
0: don't follow you and mm. they got some negative things Bro, to say, this one nah, girl, cool.
1: she been saying negative stuff about me. Cause you know how some people don't change their avatar on Twitter, which is helpful in these moments because you kind of just see it. Like it's just, oh I I see. I might not know the girl's name. I might not know anything about her, but I just keep seeing that same little avatar pop up Mm -hmm. in my mentions Mm -hmm. and this might be because my mentions are just not they're not really flooded like you know somebody who's been doing this for a while probably yours are just a lot is happening in there so it's probably difficult for you to remember faces but for me it's not too much like no one's really hitting me up like that on twitter so the truth is i probably shouldn't say this but if you tweet me i'm probably gonna see it at some point so i kept seeing hers pop up right and you know recently it would be like she would respond to tweets that i mentioned in but she's not necessarily responding to me so i was like okay to each his own. you can kind of do that right but this past week she got a little bold and she got a little brave she started responding to me and saying negative things and as we say all the time you have to protect your energy you have to and i noticed my energy was shifting when i would read what she was saying because i just knew that and then, you, and then you become curious, at least I do, and I click on the profile and I go to kind of say, okay, maybe this person's having a bad day. Or maybe I literally did something that rubbed them the wrong way to the point to them being this mad. No, 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 no. Because you go to someone's Twitter, it tells you everything you need to know about them. And the first couple of tweets you can clearly see in this woman in particular, just a negative person. Nothing positive so on her Twitter. Them. Oh, gone. Quick, fast, and a hurry. Today it was official. <laughs> yeah, hope the block party's great. <laughs> The food is not cheap, and it's not free, so you have to pay for it. You gotta stop caring so damn much, man. No. Yes. Bro, I don't care. They're blocked. They're gone. Who's day? How many people did you block? It's a it's a lot of them in that club, fam. Bro, it's you got a lot. busy just today. No, no, no. It was just one today. Oh. The last came back in March. Oh, the, you've been getting busy when the whole situation went down. But I'll tell you this. From March oh, I know now. you had a block party oh, that day. Whoa. Wait a minute. The streets were shut down, baby. Facts, you, block, you blocked half your followers? What? <laughs> no, they don't follow me, so I didn't lose no followers. Oh, you just blocked half of Twitter. I blocked half. Yeah. <laughs> Bro. Twitter was like, wait know, a minute. I know they were having a party. That's fine. Bro, because it was people I'd never even seen before. But, but then it was like I did it out of spite as of like, oh, I'm, I'm going to get you back, so I'm going to block you. No, today it was like...
0: Wait a minute. So when you become the new Ryan Seacrest and you're that guy, you got 3.4 million followers and all that in your future and you rolling, you're going to be out here blocking thousands of people, man? You're no, going to be that person? Because let's be honest. At that point, I'm not going to see it. But now there's just not much you're happening still gonna in to It'd be, trust me, it'd be like people that you would never imagine. Like, how did he even see that? But you're going to see... Because you're, you're that kind of guy. Like, you you care about what people are saying. So you're going to look. You're going to have like the... I've stopped. I've stopped.
1: You've taught me that. I don't go searching for it now. Oh, okay. But That's however, cool. at some like uh, across the way at some
0: point it's just gonna pop up and you're gonna see it. So I just got to the point now, I don't even think about it. See, it's so funny, cause you know the only time I ever see anything negative that somebody said about me is the people around me. It's never uh, me. It's always somebody like, Hey Mo, did you see that this person called you an asshole? And I'm like, Why'd you bring that up? this well, yeah, you ain't got nothing better to do. Right. Now I'm blocking you. Now yes. both of y'all getting in the block. Yes, bye. But now nah, I don't I just don't care anymore. Right cuz you got to just take I'm, the good with the bad. I mean I've learned I think yeah, yeah, yeah
1: and I think I'm getting there but I, it was just the fact that it was just so much and it was just so over just over it was just you doing too much girl be quiet. So, All right. So now anyways, we Anyways it's done. So I hope the if block you,
0: party's fun. If you if you if you uh follow our podcast and just know that if you tweet Blake he's going to see it and if it's negative he's going to block your ass. <laughs> Went blank period. As he drops his water bottle. You got a new water bottle. Bro. Look at okay no I, I didn't I wasn't sharing your excitement back, I was being sarcastic and we back and we back all right yeah. uh, if you don't know Blake used to have a water bottle had a lot of stickers on it he named it Natalie
1: don't you dare call her Natalie I
0: almost called her Natalie and you
1: switched your gender it's a him
0: oh man all right the water bottle Nally. now I forgot water bottles have genders in Blake's world so it was a male water bottle apparently Natalie the fact that you drinking from a male never mind uh, so it was a male I water bottle named Natalie and it fell he fell. Uh, down the sewer, and Blake had a lot of stickers on it, and he had 45 people trying to reach into the sewer to uh to get Nally from the sewer. He don't even know these people, y'all. These the people were coming from all over the world the to team support is strong, Blake. Baby, and this water bottle that fell down into the sewer. So I made fun of him for about two weeks, and um, it, it wasn't pretty. He has a new water bottle now, ladies and gentlemen. New um, water bottle. Is this a male? Is this a female? I haven't decided yet. How does that work? Like, normally when, like, you have, like, normally you don't get to just decide. So, this is, um, he was, he, uh, so. Okay,
1: so it's a he. Yeah, 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 he's a he. Okay.
0: He's my sidekick. What do you have against, um, women, water bottles?
1: Uh, oh, I I don't want to be responsible for making a woman wet every day. Oh,
0: shit. (laughs) Not every day. What's wrong with that? I do. (laughs) <laughs> what do you mean? Ah. Ah. Busy. You rather you rather make the man wet? No. Okay. Okay. Oh. That's what you no. said. No. You said that's what you no. said. Ladies and gentlemen, no. the podcast just got real. No. Talk to him. Be late. What are you? Wait a minute. What are you saying? No. All right, so, okay, all right. So no. You you rather? Okay, fine. We're just going to. Just... Listen, man. it's like a best friend. He's my best friend. Okay, your water bottle is your best friend. Yes. So you got this whole Nicole Murphy thing going. Where, like, Nicole Murphy said that Antoine Foucault, or whatever his name is, that was just her best friend while she had his, her tongue down his throat and, 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 and they was half naked in Italy. That's I'm the kind done. of friendship you got with, your, with your friends? No. It's... You do stick your tongue down his throat.
1: It's a water bottle. You know what? This might be. Uh, the beginning of a new season where I don't name my water bottles. No,
0: I, I can't. Or you can just treat it like a water bottle that doesn't really have a gender. And he has a name. Oh, it has a name. D- name him. Is that a dolphin on your water bottle? Yeah,
1: it's, so it's Atlanta.
0: It's some Air Force Mal- Ones. It's a we dolphin. Got, we got Malibu.
1: We got my favorite coffee shop. We got a lightning strike. We got the uh, uh, Air Force Ones, but these are uh, the Malibu Nights edition. Is uh, a, a a takeoff from my favorite album. Uh, Atlanta.
0: Where I'm at. Bands. Where, where I'm at. Where I'm at. Huh? Where I'm at. Well, have you got stickers yet? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, got sticker. Where? I don't know. Somewhere out there. Okay. Somebody make me a sticker, please, so that it could be on Blake's water bottle. When you make it, please don't send it to me. Come on. The quickest I want my my headshot. My headshot. I'm done. Come on, no. right there. You talking about the one you took downstairs Fam, in the if building? You, if you think that I'm not going to find somebody, make me a sticker, and go in there and, and put my sticker on oh, your water bottle, if you my, don't think that's happening, you got that, me all the way messed if up. If that happens. Fam, I can't wait. Oh. The are of me smiling oh, with the happy my. face? Bro, and you know your smile's so big. Bro, I'm putting it on your water bottle. Wait a minute. I did not finish it. I don't have watch <laughs> it. Whoa, whoa! No, ladies you don't get to and do gentlemen, it. the podcast no, you, just got real. No, you don't get to do it. Whoa. I didn't finish it. Huh? I didn't finish it. All right, look, water bottle poppy. We got we got like five more minutes. Okay, okay. we got to run through some things. You ready? Let's run All down. Right, talk to him. What is it? City, city boys, high girls. Yes, city boys versus high girls. City boys versus the hot
1: girls. It's the competition that's going on right now. Uh, and I gotta say, man, I feel like uh, the times are shifting and. I think the hot girls are up. The hot girls are up. Are you hot a hot girl are or are you
0: a city boy? Okay, I'm a city boy. I'm, I don't know. I got you. Got to ask these things. I don't know. Okay, the hot girls. Why are the hot girls up? Man, I think us fellas just keep making
1: stupid decisions. Nicole Murphy out here kissing Mary okay, men. Okay, now that one, that one brought them down a little bit. But we've been making stupid decisions all summer. As well, what? What happened? I, I just forgot. But
0: I'm trying to think of something else the hot girl did. I'm trying to like, come on, it ain't comeback season. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What? What's all right, Why you doing? do that? Um, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking. What else we got? Future and his bodyguard. Oh, man. What's your thoughts on that? I thought that was disgusting. Clearly it's disgusting. I don't even know what world we live in where you running up on somebody and you sucker punch them from behind and then you say, hey, look at me. I did it. I'm the tough guy who did it. Hopefully now you're going to jail because I thought that was clownish. It's very clownish. I mean, you are, you are attacking someone
1: who's vulnerable. Now let me. He's, you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. You get what I'm saying. And I just think there's a lot of reasons I don't like the situation. I don't like the fact that his team left him there. I, th- I feel like somebody should have stayed back. We should not have relied on people uh, surrounding. He the had situation. a team. Well, there. I, I think he had an entourage. And but when you look at the video, he's by himself. Oh, yeah. I thought it was just him and future. I, I, but I, I don't thought, know. I heard there were other people that kind of like left. And yeah, that's foul. that that left was future to make sure he was good. Were you
0: mad at? Were you one of the people who was mad at future for not I helping? Like, are you helping your body? If your bodyguard gets knocked out, are you helping? I mean, it
1: just, I think it depends on the situation. Like, I think there are some situations where you have to step in and help or
0: it's safer for you to go. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I asked you, everybody that was at the comedy show noticed too. I asked on, you if man. I was ever in a situation listen, and, listen, and you was there, listen. would you have me? I and guess. you said,
1: if we eh. got a, If we got a lot of people, I'm nah, helping. Nah, nah, you said If it's eh.
0: just me and you, you, I'm going to get ammo. So if it's your bodyguard, you going to help though? Eh? Okay, that's the Blake. I'm, that's the Blake I was looking for. There he is. There he is. I'm, I don't know if I'm. Mad. I'm not mad at you. Now me. Yep. I'm helping. Okay. okay. That's just the kind of person I am. Right. Right. But I'm not mad at Future for well, not helping. Let's be honest. Your help versus my help. It's going to be two different. No, types but I'm of talking help. about Future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People was mad. Like, yo, how you going to just let your man get knocked out and walk away from the fight? What was he supposed to do? That's exactly. His, that's his bodyguard. He pays that man so that he don't right. have to fight. Yes. Now in my situation, if I ever get to that level, I'm paying a bodyguard. Facts. I can't fight. Plus, if you my bodyguard and you get knocked out, you fired. <laughs>
1: okay. So, now wait. Now wait a minute. I didn't think we were gonna go He's that far. He's no route. longer
0: my bodyguard, Blake. He just got knocked out. Eh. That's like that's like showing up late to work. Any other job? How you gonna guard my body? You can't guard yours.
1: Dang it, dang it. I wanna, I wanna help him. I wanna help Bam, him.
0: Bam! Wake up.
1: But I, I don't know if I can. They coming. They coming. Get up. Go. Help me. Brush your
0: knees off, buddy. Do something. They coming for me now. You can't get knocked out as somebody's bodyguard. But I'm not saying as to How me. How did it happen? Did they just get him from behind? Oh, no. They got him from behind. It was, yeah, it was, that's, it was, that's it was corny, man. It was corny. And whoever did it, they know that. But for clout, any, anybody, they do things for clout nowadays. I mean, yeah. We see it all the time. Now, what's up with uh, R. Kelly's uh, crisis manager? Bro, now that right there. How do you be somebody crisis manager and then they ask, would you leave your daughter with R. Kelly? He ain't let them Bro. finish the sentence. This is my theory, and I just made it up off
1: the top of my head. What you got? I feel—I'm thinking, what if he put in a two-week notice before the interview? What if he's been trying to get out of the situation? Then why do the interview? For a long time. He does the interview so he can make a mistake and get fired.
0: Okay, if that's the case, I'm rolling. But then, after you get fired—well, he said he was uh he was leaving, right? He took a leave or whatever. Yeah, yeah, But he got fired. Let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. Then he said he went on—and he— Switched his now, words. Yeah, yeah, he reversed him. He was yeah, like, "Yo, yeah. after you know, actually, I would let my daughter yeah. stay with R. Kelly." No, after what all. he did, there was no
1: mistake in what he said because he answered the question before the question was even being finished. Being asked. that was his natural reaction. It was boom, because that's anybody's natural reaction when you're messing with a pedophile. Exactly.
0: So he he said he knew he messed up. Yes. But see once you know you messed Bro. up and you leaving, why go back and say That is true. Why would you go back and then be like, nah, actually I will let my daughter That's stay. That's why real. I told you this Now theory, you look crazy. This theory was created in seven seconds. And your daughter is at home packing. She's not staying home with daddy anymore now. Uh-uh. You stay I'm not what you mean you're gonna let me stay with R. Kelly. <laughs> I'm out, Dad. You wilding. Gone. What you mean? Yes. No. No, no. Uh-uh. Period. Yeah, my mind's telling me no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Well, his mind is telling him. But, but my I, but my, body, nobody act shit about your body, no. Robert. You're <laughs> going to jail. Can't stand R. Kelly, a nasty bastard. Justice and, will be served, man. And I'm, he said, it's time for me to go, man. It's time. It's time. You think R. Kelly getting out? Uh, No. It's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Rest of his time? Yeah. feel bad? Well, I mean,
1: I think what we say all the time is the the court of public opinion can often weigh more than than the real courts. So, uh, yeah, nah. I mean, if he gets out of jail, he's still gonna be dealing with the court of public opinion. I mean, he's not coming back. You think he'll do the rest of his time? You think he'll kill himself? Oh man. Uh, I mean, I am so I don't want to ever see somebody kill themselves. Um, so I hope that doesn't happen. No, nah, um, I would rather see him do his time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he needs to do his time, do his time. Yeah, yeah, he has to. You think Aseb Rocky gonna get out? Yes. Mm-hmm. You think I'll beat the charges? I I hope so. You know he's th- been charged. I think I think has he? he's officially been charged. I believe today. And he's oh yeah I saw that. With he's he's,
1: he's dealing with uh, two years up to two years. Yep. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, my opinion. I think if he hires the right legal team, I think there's a way to get out of it.
0: But have we seen the full video? Yeah. Okay. He clear, it, it. it's cl- clearly self defense. Doesn't even talk about right to the point where he should even be in there. In there. Period. But we're not dealing with a fair system. Clearly. Yeah. So, uh,
1: I mean, I'm hoping, I mean, you know, I think at the end of the day, man, we see, we saw it yesterday, Meek Mill had one of the best days of his entire life. Weeks. And I think that day gives us hope for these situations when they happen. Because we hate to see them happen, and they, they're not fair, and they don't make sense. But when you see someone like Meek come out on the other side of it and where he's going and what he's doing now, um, I, think, I think he'll come out and, uh, he'll come out on the other side. I'm going to always lean on the side of hope, though, so it's going to bother people because there's a level of
0: what I do believe that
1: uh, forces me to go for hope versus actualities most
0: days. Yeah, we know this. It's 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 ridiculous. Thank it's you. Sorry.
1: Um,
0: do you think I'm going to
1: complete my 30-day challenge? Uh, after your comment, just then, no. Okay. I'm trying to deal with more on the side of
0: actuality, right? Do you think your water bottle is safe after that comment? Huh? You heard me. Yes. You do? Yes. Okay. Yes. We'll see. Yep. Uh Thank
1: you. Witness Protection Program starts immediately.
0: Feels good to be back in the moment. Episode. Episode. I looked at you to take it away. Episode what? What is it? I don't know. Me either. I looked
1: at you to bounce it back. That's how you pass the ball back.
0: No, you didn't. You've never played basketball a day in your life. How are you going to? You don't even know how to bounce the ball, but you don't even know what sport they do that in.
1: Dang it. You're right. I know. I did play football, though. I quit. but
0: (sighs) We a little rusty. We've been going for two weeks. If you was at the show, thank you for coming. I appreciate it. It was an epic night. It truly was. Uh, I enjoyed it as much as y'all did. If you were not at the show, shame on you. I hope to see you at the next one. In fact, next show, man. They, I heard they turned so many people away that I should do two shows. So I might do two shows next now, time. Now wait a minute. Yeah, man. That would be dope. I think I'm gonna do two. Start a little earlier and just do two shows. Cause I, I, I on the same I, night. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? What you thought I meant? Like two nights back to back, like a Wednesday that. Night and a Thursday night. Or that. Nah, if if I do that, they got to give me they going have to start giving me weekends cuz everybody's like, "Yo, do it during the weekend." Right. But they don't want to give me weekends for some reason.
1: Oh, so I was wondering how you kept getting the Thursday night. Yeah, cause
0: I think now, I think they'll give me a weekend now cuz they, they they got they respect me now. Yeah, But yeah, I think yeah, before yeah. they want to see that you can sell it out, they because yep. they don't want to just waste a Friday or Saturday on you. So now right. that they know, they'll probably give me a Friday and if it's like that, I'll do a Thursday and a Friday show. Why not Friday and Saturday? You right?
1: We could we it up early, bro. I was
0: trying, I should say my Saturday. <laughs> bro.
1: Save your Friday morning. <laughs> we both saw each other Friday morning.
0: All right. That's cool. We that know, was a different level. Yeah, because I don't want people to get turned away. No, 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 no. We do Friday and a Saturday. That'd be dope. All right. So if you missed it, next time we're going to do a Friday and a Saturday. Well, at least that's what we're going to try to do to get everybody in there. When are you thinking, timeline-wise? I don't know. What you think? Uh,
1: where are we in right now? July? Yep. November? November? Good yeah, 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 yeah. Like right, right, right before right, the holidays? Right before the holidays kick off. Beginning of November.
0: I'm with that. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good time. I talked to Ames. Let's set it up. Let's do it. Thank y'all for sticking around with us for another hour. In a moment, we back next week. Y'all know what time it is. We back next week. Thank you.